Welcome to That's What Sure Said. I'm Adam. And I'm Brooks. And this is the show where we think long and hard about The Office, Parks and Recreation, and all the other great content produced by Greg Daniels and Michael Schur. Here we go. So at many jobs, many uh, corporate jobs, there is a division called corporate. <laughs> and uh, thankfully, The Office, uh, the show, gave us a little bit of insight into you know, what it's like to interact with or be at corporate. And uh, also some of the funniest, you know, moments, some funny characters, because it's, uh, you know, you can have a lot of fun with that, because it's not like just another office worker, you know, you can only do so many things with that. But adding the dynamic of the higher-ups, you know, uh, I just think it's uh, it's really funny, especially... Um, Especially as we get later into the show, you get a lot more different types, different looks, you know, when it comes to corporate, different people. Um, mm-hmm. Joe Bennett and Robert California and um, David yeah. Wallace for a lot of the show, but, you know, even near the end, too. So, um, yeah, that's my spiel. And uh, this was fun. This was a good episode. So, uh, <laughs> oh, you, do you want to talk about it, too? I did have one thing to add. Um, okay. I just wanted to say uh, I agree with everything. All right, and that's well, it. No, <laughs> that was that was a good show. Good show no, yeah, on. I think it's interesting, like the like how the bosses in like the beginning of the show, like the first couple seasons, they're much more of that like sort of straight man, like you know, foil yeah. to play all the goofiness off of, and and kind of be there as as like just a, a serious straight face uh, to play off of. Uh, but then, you know, as the show like went on and grew and got like goofier and jumped the shark and all that. Yeah. You get Joe Bennett, which is uh, a little bit of a goofier boss character, but like in a different way. Yeah. Um, and then like Robert California is just all kinds of wackiness. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. They play off of, of the uh, the characters more in the later seasons, mm-hmm. in the first in the first few seasons it was more like you're saying straight, just straight face, just like no laughs, like no we we gotta like figure this out, you know, like whenever mm-hmm. they would always be with Jan or with David or something, um, like when they were with Dwight and Michael during the uh, Stanley heart attack fire moment, <laughs> oh, yeah, um, <clears throat> you know, so you have like down. those, yeah, you have those guys who are just kind of like. You know, and, and also corporate uh, when they have the um, the shareholders meeting, you, you meet you know a lot of a lot of the members there, and they're all just <laughs> these old white men, you know, that are just yeah. angry, and <laughs> so it's you know it's it's funny because that definitely after Saber, I think it's just it was the Saber buyout. It was because you know that's where things change really for mm-hmm. corporate. Um, but even David Wallace in those first few seasons, he gave you a little bit more variety, you know, because he was a little more, you know. I don't know. He he seemed to be able to kind of relate to the office and to the audience better, you know, because they gave him a lot more screen time and they had his house party and stuff right. like that. So, yeah. And he really was always kind of the the most uh, normal character, right? I mean, like the whole suck it thing yeah. and him, like that was that was <laughs> the the craziest he got. And, and again, that was like later on. But but yeah, the other interesting thing about David Wallace is. He, you know, he's CFO. So, 
obviously very high position chief financial officer, but still not the highest in the organization. And so I know like, I actually wonder that myself. Yeah. Like why they're always, he's, he's always talking to Michael. Like he's kind of like one of the heads, but it's, 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 it's interesting, you know, how it's not, he's yeah. not. The head. So yeah. my theory is in the beginning of the show, you know, they, they were really focused on making everything hyper realistic. Right. And so I think that like in a, in a company like Dunder Mifflin, like realistically the CEO isn't going to be interacting with these office workers or even like branch managers like Michael. So yeah, that's why Jan is kind of the go between. And then when they meet the new CFO, David Wallace, it's kind of like a big deal. You know, when Michael has the presentation with uh, his video and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And and still we don't we don't know about like the president or CEO of the company. So true. Yeah. It's yeah. I think it's it's just because in the, yeah in the beginning they just were trying to make it super realistic, and so this small little branch like wouldn't be interacting with. But you're right in that it they still the fact that David Wallace ended up going to Scranton in person so much and like answering Michael's calls and like dealing with Michael's nonsense, even though he's the CFO, it's like kind of a weird, he um, dealt with him way too much. Like he was way too patient with Michael. (laughs) But in a way that's like, that's something that is like a, like a secret strength of the, the humor in the character because like he made it believable. He lets him walk all over him. <laughs> yeah, like he made it believable though. Like I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. it's funny and and how that guy Andy yeah. Buckley isn't really he. I mean he was an actor, but he wasn't a successful actor. Like he had been, you know, trying to find acting work and it wasn't going that well. And so he ended up just getting like a regular job and then like kind of continued it as his hobby, like acting like on the side while just paying his bills by doing like a financial job. And then that's kind of cool that like he got that experience of what it's like to be a corporate suit. And maybe yeah. that's why he does such a good job at playing one, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's cool. Cause we, we have a few, a few episodes that are, uh, that have, that are at his house, right? Like at least three or four, maybe mm. where we actually get to see his, like where he lives, you know. That's the one thing we really never got with um, Jan, even because Jan was always at Michael's, and right. uh, not Ryan either. Because that was what was that a hotel room? No, that was his. That was his apartment. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it's 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 it, uh, Robert California. We had his Florida house. We had once. Yeah. Um, we never but, saw uh, Joe's place. Yeah, never saw Joe's place in Florida. We also um, saw. Robert California's like condo. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, his, when when he, his <laughs> really his really nice place, and also his really small place that was like with the Oreos. The Oreos. Like, they really haven't changed yeah. the Oreos. <laughs> Florida has al- has alligators. Alligators are are dinosaurs, Dwight. <laughs> oh my god. Let's just transition into him. <laughs> yeah, but he, yeah, and he's and, he's great. And, the, and yeah, and so it's just funny how that's the bosses, how that transitioned is another great example of how the show was changing. Because again, in the, in the first few seasons, they're not going to make it unrealistic by having the CEO, uh, all up in everyone's business. But like, you know, in (laughs) season, what, what was it? Six that Joe came, right? 
I think it was seven. because probably because they just bought the company, so she was just visiting all the branches, you know. Right. Which, yeah. Which makes more sense than like an old CEO of an old company, you know, or a new CEO of an old company checking out all the new places. You know, the, it makes yeah. sense because she just bought the company and 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 they and they still had Gabe. Yeah, they 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 channel a lot of that through Gabe at the beginning. Yeah, so um, it's... which I like Gabe way way more at the beginning when he's first with, like when he's kind of like Joe's little like helper. Yeah. Um, then like later when he kind of gets some independence and he's just a little all over the place. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's yeah exactly because it's like he kind of, it's like that. It's Gabe's technically corporate, I guess. Right? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. That's know. that's what I'm saying. Is like he's. So the first corporate structure with Dunder Mifflin is very realistic, right? Where you've got a lot of, I mean, think about even David Wallace mentions uh, someone named Alan a lot. Like, yeah, I just spoke mm-hmm. with Alan. Uh, I think we can make it work. You know, yeah, Alan, Alan Horn, I think, or I, I don't know, but we, I think it's Alan Horn. We never meet. We never see Alan, right? Like, do is he not in the shareholders meeting? Is he not one of the the really he might old be, guy? But like. I don't know. It maybe. I, I mean, I, I need to like check the credits or something. Yeah, but, um, yeah. but but just the the idea that like you know there's bod there's bigger bosses off screen that we never see, and then right the it's sort of like a half step with Joe Bennett and Gabe because with Joe Bennett we have Kathy Bates as the CEO like larger than life, and yeah, you know it's not totally unrealistic because you have Gabe as like the go between and you know, Joe doesn't technically come down until Michael starts like pitching a fit. Right. Like, well, I think it was, what was it? St. Patrick's day or it, yeah. that the first time we see her, but basically I think she was just doing, I don't think she came because of Michael because she basically like, I think it had to do with the, cause they, they solved that over webcam. I thought like she was basically like take till the end of the day. And then he kind of like doesn't, say anything after that you know he doesn't yeah. like push it um so but then i think she just shows up later like a few episodes later or maybe even the next next one i'm not sure uh yeah where yeah. at that point she's just checking out the, all the branches and and that's her next stop because you know she right. has that private plane that she's always on so yeah so it's kind of yeah so it's kind of like a half halfway into the unrealistic realistic spectrum right because yeah she it's it's realistic that she would be introducing herself and visiting all the branches, but she ends up staying at Scranton and spending a lot of time in Scranton. And, yeah. um, it's more humanizing though. Than, yeah. than the old corporate, the old corporate, it's basically Jan. And then like these other straight faced guys. You know? Right. And they have, and like, I think the writers, you know, they're making, they're like, we have this amazing actor and we need to like, I think is their way of of branching out the storylines and stuff because yeah. we've had these office characters doing stuff together for like five six years now. So now we got to introduce some you know like now now their lives are normal. We got to change up their bosses and and make some right. some craziness come from the bosses instead of the other way around. So um, oh yeah. Yeah, and then obviously with Robert California, there is no Gabe in between. Like, I mean, Gabe is still there. Obviously, he's still that job, but like, he's not loyal <laughs> yeah. to Robert. Like, he, like you know, he was he was like afraid of Joe and like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He, but yeah, so well, you kind of glossed over that how he actually just you know he's supposed to be the manager, Robert California. Oh the, yeah, the branch. 
And then he took one look around and and, and drove. <laughs> was he drove to Florida and convinced Joe to make him CEO? Yeah, yeah, exactly. CEO. <laughs> um, and I don't know how you do that. <laughs> Which is like oh, hilariously unrealistic, yeah. but it's so funny, right? Like, but also it's not that. because of Robert California. Like, think about it, the way he talks, you know, and then the fact that Joe's kind of this friendly person. I mean, think about it. She she gave Will Ferrell the job. Like, she was the one who recommended him, and he was like a homeless person or something, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, no, I just, yeah, I mean, like, in the sense of the show, like, when it first started yeah. out, it tried so hard to be ultra-realistic, re- and then yes, yeah. in the later seasons, it was just like, nah, we're just going to do whatever's funniest. Like, we're not going to worry about <laughs> realism. Yeah, for sure. And, um, yeah, I guess we'll talk about Ryan and his little stint at corporate because he was, uh, you know, he was on the right. corporate ladder for a, a season on the shortened fourth season. So, um, yeah, I, I really liked it because I thought it was funny how every time he walked in to Scranton, he looks worse. <laughs> like, you know, what oh I'm my gosh, about? that's such a good, yes, that's such a good observation that I'd never really noticed. Yeah, like his every time he's got a little bit more beard, his his like his attire is a little bit more like casual. Like he'll add a jacket or he'll like, but like not a nice like jacket. More like unkempt. Kind of t- yeah. Yeah, his hair is not quite as like nice, and his eyes. He looks he looks like his eyes are getting more bloodshot. He's got like a red bull by like one of the last ones. Or maybe that's the middle one because he's like <laughs> on drugs, you know. But no, it's just it's funny how every time you see him, he's he's getting worse, uh, and uh, every also every time he's there, you could tell he has a grudge against everyone in the office. Like he's Jim, uh, you know his little like obviously his little notebook. He doesn't start till uh, <laughs> till he comes fifth back. Season. Yeah, yeah. But like this is one where it's like he's really showing his power against people, and like it's kind of fun. But then he's still got that thing with Kelly. Where he's still not fully like dominant with her, he's still kind of like a little like whipped. <laughs> well, he does like it's funny because yeah, like the 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 power changes him, and yet Kelly is still able to manipulate him because she <laughs> yeah. says that she's pregnant, and then she's like dating Daryl, so she's kind of using Daryl as like this like thing, right? Oh yeah, wait, when was the pregnant thing? Uh, I think it was around, it was the same season, but she said that then she, then she lied about it and then he figured that out. But then like a couple episodes later, that's when you see her with, like with Daryl. Cause gotcha, she's like seeing yeah. Daryl on the, like on the side. Yeah. Really. Like she uses Daryl after <laughs> yeah. the first, yeah. Her first ploy yeah. is the pregnancy thing. And then and the second obviously one. that doesn't work. So the Daryl, <laughs> <and laughs> I love when Daryl, when they, when <laughs> Ryan, Ryan's like, all right, let's just push push sin together. <laughs> oh right, to like break up with Daryl. He's Darryl. cool. He's cool with it. Oh, he said it's cool. That, that's all he said. That's that's it. <laughs> and then like you see, uh, Daryl like so like, disappointed, and he's so and then yeah. he's so happy. It's just so. Funny. <laughs> it's like all you see, you don't even see his face. You just see him walking to his truck, and he's like, he's not he's skipping. Like he's, he's not skipping or prancing. He's but he's got this. He's got a like yeah, he's he's got like a lightness in his step and he also un- he hits the unlock <laughs> button like four times, which I think is hilarious. It's like happy. Yeah. It's kinda how he is when he breaks up with Val. 
<laughs> yeah, which is so we're getting he off like on a always, tangent, but that's that's a good point. That's like, what the hell, Daryl? What's wrong with you? He's him? always trying to get girls, and then by the time he gets them, he's just like, oh, I'm so bored with them. Yeah, <laughs> like every it makes sense with Kelly because I don't think that's really like they they match at all, like in terms of personality. But him and Val, I kind of was like, oh, okay, that's something. But she's always was a boring character. Um, yeah. Uh, but anyways, anyways, off on that tangent, let's go back to Ryan with corporate. I, I like I liked the episode, too, where he comes in and tries to get... Michael tries to give the uh, PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's, like, updating. It's, like, one of my favorite scenes. Oh, my it's God. It's so obvious he didn't do anything. That is such like, a... Oh, yeah. it'll probably be about five to ten minutes. <laughs> that, so that is, like... That's, like, peak office humor right there. He, that oh, where yeah. he sees that, that it's scene is perfect. Yeah. Oh, estimated time, 12, 15... So it'll probably take about five, ten minutes. <laughs> You didn't prepare a presentation at all, and then, then so then they find out he finds out about his job. Then they have the thing about the whom, whom, oh yeah, whom discussion. <laughs> that that breaks out. You know, Ryan used me as an object, and just so much like gold in that scene. Like I love that's one of my favorite scenes. Is yeah, that's that see that's right when there. they um, they were like they actually did a couple really good extended episodes, and then I think they realized oh, oh yeah. this isn't gonna work, you know, but. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's like one of the best extended episodes. That's great. Yeah. Um, um, probably one of the other, one of my other favorite moments of, uh, Ryan at, as corporate is, uh, when, when, uh, he gets a call from Eddie Murphy. <laughs> you remember? Oh yeah. Hi, Shrek. Call from Eddie Murphy. I'm a donkey, Shrek. <laughs> and he's just, the look on his face. First he's, first like his secretary, the way she gives him the news is kind of like, <laughs> kind of confused, but kind of like, well, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets it, and he's like kind of confused, and then he's kind of like, is it? And then right. he's like, looks at it, and then kind of takes the call, and then he has that look of just, oh, of course, you know, it's just, oh man, it's right. So it's funny. back. It's he's still he's it's it's when Ryan is still like a relatable character, um, yeah. and he's yeah, it's so great but i you know i, yeah. I we might have mentioned this in a, in a previous um podcast episode but the the ryan howard um character arc of like being you know the temp who is like becomes the wonder kind uh corporate guy <laughs> yeah. is based on one of the producers um ben silverman and I think it was just like a playful thing that the writers, just because Ben Silverman's really young, um, you know, I don't think any any of them disliked Ben Silverman or like <laughs> yeah. wanted to make him seem like a coke addict or right. anything like that. It's just like, <laughs> here are one of our producers. Um, and in fact, I think because uh, I haven't listened to many, I, I think I've just listened to the one, the, the first oral office oh same yeah i still need to i I keep forgetting to go to spotify to like listen to it but i'm pretty sure ben silverman's featured prominently in that episode um and so anyways that producer is who this this uh corporate ryan is based off of and so it's like we have like a whole probably have a whole episode on him him and like maybe kelly i think that might be a good fun yeah (laughs) but so he's he's definitely uh, like right now, we're just talking about the fourth season with him, but, but you know, obviously he's got so many, so many crazy stories. He's his character is probably like one of the most changing. Yeah, like the the character that changed the most, like throughout the show, like many times. Yeah, for sure. 
all so over that's, the place. It's pretty funny. Um, but uh, yeah, so okay, so any other? Let's see. Okay, so uh, obviously talked about Robert California a little bit. You know, uh, what about? Uh, let's talk about Jan a little bit. <laughs> Uh, we could talk yeah. about her more when she's at corporate, you know, like right up to the point where she gets fired. Because, you know, after that, she's yeah. just crazy Jan who's, you know. Yeah. Starting with, I guess, the uh, – was the first time we see her is the uh, – it's, it's in the first season, right? The first time we see her sure? is in the pilot. Yeah. 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 The, okay. Because the whole, like, th- you know, he – like, did you get the memo I sent you? And he's like – yeah, uh, I didn't get any memos, and Pam's like, you know, oh, the, the one you put the in the special can. filing cabinet, <laughs> the garbage. Oh, you mean the garbage can? Yeah. Yeah, uh, man, yeah. Yeah, so in that first season, she is more just complete, straight, corporate, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, Jan Levinson Gould. Totally, yeah. <laughs> um. So once you lose the Gould in season two, she's <laughs> opens up a little bit more. And then we get her more as a kind of a character with Michael, like a, you know, love interest with Michael, yeah. but still that corporate, really corporate, you know, character. So. Right. Yeah. She's always kind of like rolling her eyes at Michael and like being like, come on, Michael, be serious, you know? And I can't, I can't stay on top of you all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Michael just looks. <laughs> and then, and then like once they, are once they like are officially dating, that's kind of when she starts to embrace her unstable side. Um, yeah. And you have that like whole, you remember when it's like the back from vacation episode and you know, Michael's like, let it slip that <laughs> yeah. the whole Jamaica Jan photo and packaging. Yeah. At yeah. Mifflin. <laughs> um, so at the end of the episode, you think Jan's going to get all mad at him because that's oh, what she's right. been for the entire show has been this like, yeah. let's scold Michael. And she surprises everyone by saying, you know, uh, maybe I just need to like lower my expectations or find a new <laughs> sense of the word or like whatever. And so it's yeah, kind of this yeah. hilarious thing where on the one hand it's like sweet where she's like, I like you and I want to try try this out. But she's also being like, I need to lower my expectations and like, I just need to try something new and you're hot. So let's make out, you know? And so from that point on, I feel like she starts to become more and more crazy and like, and then she gets fired obviously. And, and then the next season, um, yeah, I guess that would be what that would have been season four. Yeah. That was the finale of season three. Yeah. So then, yeah. Premier four would be her like living with Michael and, all that right and yeah and back from vacation is like just like half a season where she goes from being yeah normal yeah like even in season two she's still for most of it even though she's with michael she's still a lot of her is still corporate you know she's still a lot of her is still serious and no but that's what i'm saying she's not with him in season two yeah but yeah well yeah she is she's not well they're not dating right but they they have the one they like have this kind of like Ten, you know, because no, like they—that's what I'm saying. The first episode, or the yeah, second I know, episode, or something. They make right the Chili's episode, the client, but then yeah. it's not until like after that they don't. Nothing happens until Jamaica, right? Well, I mean, she was gonna spend the night that one time right the in um, casino night in the finale of season two. Yeah. Remember, she had the bags and she was gonna come like sleep over there or whatever. 
Uh, okay, but they're still so not I, like together. I, I think there was a couple other things that had happened up to that point where, you know, yeah, um, like after that where maybe um, was it? Oh, or it was like he kept he kept trying. He was like pushing her and stuff, and then finally she's like over by the elevator, and she she kind of like tells him how how it is like you're attractive i don't agree about the body odor thing but you're stupid and <laughs> like that's that part like it's kind of like that that happens and then th- there i think there's one other thing but it's little it's little moments that we, we talked about in the uh, season two yeah. thing was it's like the beginning of their relationship kind of starting the little moments that that aren't just as as obvious as going out of town and signing the legal relationship documents and stuff like that yeah so, i guess i just which is season three yeah but you know just like looking back on it wasn't that the and like in the dep- deposition episode wasn't that when jan was deposition like this was season four no i know but it, when in the deposition episode when they're going back oh, over right. the relationship like there's a certain period where Jan is very explicit about that. Like we were, we were not dating, you know, this was just yeah, a fling yeah. or something like that's right. season two season two. Yeah. yeah. And then, so like, it was like stuff happened, but uh, I don't know. I'm just like, I get it all mixed up. Dang. It's so, it's so funny too, <laughs> well, because these are like the, are my favorite seasons and I still can't get it straight. Well, even the deposition, even the deposition, when I'm listening to the episode, I'm like kind of confused as to like the timeline you know? and they're saying it straight yeah. up. Like, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean because <laughs> because a lot of stuff blends together in terms of like sometimes the you know season two and three and in the Jan and Michael moments and some of the Pam and Jim moments and stuff like that. The difference is I always remember Karen's in in season three, so that always helps. Like you know you have to think of those different complete differences between each season, and that's that's one thing I've started to, do. <laughs> but it's still hard. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm try- I'm trying to think of uh, anything else with Jan. I mean, she. Well, she she makes a reappearance uh, towards the end of the series as the, uh, oh, the right. what the what the white pages. The white pages, yeah, the white whale. <laughs> yeah, look at all that blubber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is like uh, that. What, what do you think about that little that little plot line where Clark is like this like sex present? as like 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 basically like a hunter or something well dwight's like you know i can get this i can i can make this sale by pimping out our new (laughs) our new dwight yeah (laughs) and it works like the only thing that's kind of weird about it is just her taste like why would she i don't know he seems a little well you're not i mean you're you're heterosexual aren't you (laughs) so i wouldn't expect (laughs) I don't know, but I mean, and even that, know, even if you found men attractive, like, like he's you would, no Hunter or Michael, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like he's he's Clark Duke. I mean, yeah, but he it like, might be about the power thing where she's like she's got this, you know, yeah, towel boy or whatever. But I just find it funny because just, just, not, a like se- just a couple, <laughs> just, just a couple, just a couple seasons ago. It. With the business ethics episode, there was this this whole thing about like, oh, is it ethical or not? And obviously, like the show doesn't take a stance. I mean, the show's like observing the humor be- between different yeah. people's different people's sort of um, take. Like, you know, Holly thinks it's really unethical, and Michael's like, yeah, whatever. And that's funny because, like, in the way <laughs> that they write it, it's like really funny. Whereas in this yeah. in this plot line, it's there's no disagreement on. I mean, 
maybe Pam gives a look to the camera, like, what's going on? But, like, there's no, like, I feel like there's no real, it's just, okay, bye, Clark, seeing a few episodes, you know? Right. And there's, it's <laughs> not, it never really made a big deal of. And, like, I mean, I don't know. Especially, it just seems so wacky. I like it. I like it, though, when Andy comes back and he, like, asks for more money and loses the sale. And then, <laughs> and then like, Dwight is just, like, so, like, so mad about it. And then uh, um, Clark is just like, oh, I did so much <laughs> during that period of time. <laughs> like, he's just right. so, like, terrorized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's little things like that, yeah. that where it came back, but I know what you mean. It's, um, like, they should have made that, because if it was that big of a sale, like, I don't know, something else. It should have been a bigger deal, right? Yeah, and also it's, yeah, I don't know. But um, it's, yeah, it's a good. Were there any other, um, like, major members of corporate? So, yeah, so we, we went over Ryan, we went over David Walrus, um, we went over... Uh, well, we didn't really go into detail about Joe and Robert that much, but we, we talked about the main ones, Jan, David. Okay. So let's just talk about quickly Robert California. So Robert, then Joe. Oh, let's, let's start with Joe. Cause that's in, in, in order. Okay. So, so Joe, yeah. Joe Bennett. Um, I, yeah, we did talk about her briefly, but, uh, Kathy Bates plays her great. I love how she just plays her as just, just this really sarcastic, you know, Southern, Southern accent. <laughs> just, it's really funny. It's, 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 um, the performance is great. I love her interactions with Michael and, uh, and, and Dwight, you know, even like, um, you know, near, near the end when Michael leaves and stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, I yeah, think that's really, really funny. Something that she has too, like on top of the humor, she, dogs well yeah the dogs are great the dogs are really great Twin dogs i love, love dogs. those dogs they love a good crotch <laughs> <laughs> i love andy's face too when they're doing that and he's just right because then aaron's like thumbs up <laughs> oh, yeah. and he's just like yeah <laughs> but um so not yeah. she's not just funny like she with her specifically with her interactions with michael like she really is a motivator and like a, a sort of a driving force in like the progression of the character development. Right. And like, so specifically with Michael, you know, like she kind of gives him a, a, a mixture of like, like realism, like a dose of realism, but also like inspiration and like support. Right. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, whereas, you know, Robert California is just crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh Yeah. No, that's um, that's actually true. Yeah, no, and he with uh, with Joe, um, you know, she's the reason that she transfers back to, you know, Holly transfers back to Scranton. You remember? So it's like right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's in the plane. He's like, ah, if you could transfer Holly back, Holly's flax back, and it's like, I'll see what I can do. Yeah, and then, right. And like next season, immediately she's almost pretty much back. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I. I think honestly, I think that's uh, that's pretty cool. You know, it's a subtle little thing that corporate always kind of has a small hand in like some of their bigger life decisions. With David Wallace, he sent her away. You know, for kind yeah, of a weird I mean, reason. I don't understand why he sent her away in the first place. Like, and they're just cool with it. Like the whole episode. I mean, obviously, it's like a, on the way there they finally break down. But like, well, even at the beginning, they're just like. Mixtape, let's road trip. It's like, yeah. really? You guys are going to fight that at all? Like, So, okay. So I've actually thought about this a little bit because I agree. Like it seemed, because as someone who loves David Wallace, it just seems cruel. 
Right. So put yourself in his position, right? Who, yeah, yeah. Like, cause the whole, all that stuff with Jan, you know, her being <laughs> yeah. a terrible employee executive. That's true. Yeah. Coincided yeah. with her dating Michael. And so Michael kind of brought out the worst in her. And so it's also like a, yeah, it's like a, a employee, you know, like Holly, prob- Holly isn't Michael's boss like Jan was, but she's HR, which is like a different department and all that. So yeah, it's still like semi boss. Yeah. It's still like a con. And so like, I could see why he's like, I don't really have a choice here. Yeah. Like I can't in good faith, like I'm going to lose my job if anything happens here. And it's very likely that something bad's going to happen here. Like, right. So I can kind of see why that happened, but it is, it is funny how much in denial they were like in the beginning of that episode, like you were saying, like <laughs> That's what they're I'm, just like, like what? they're just like, <laughs> yeah. How do you set out on like an eight or 12 hour or whatever it is road trip? And like, <laughs> and where is she living in like a, a Dunder Mifflin house? Like where, <laughs> Did she just buy a house or a condo or something? Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, did she leave her other apartment in Scranton? Like, it just seems so quick. It seemed like you'd have to have a way longer transition. Like, okay, well, uh, I mean, what? It could have been a month. Like, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. It was was between episodes, so. Yeah, we we don't know how long it was between episodes. It's TV time. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It's TV time. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who else. Uh,. Okay, so we, yeah, Joe Bennett. Yeah, so we talked about her and uh, I love her with the dogs. And like you said, she's a mixture of like tough love for Michael, but also like a little bit of like heart, you know. And she always has that, even with like showing empathy for other people. Like, in, in you know, that's how she loses her CEO position because she almost has too much, a little bit too much. And she probably got convinced by Robert California, you know, and kind of just got <laughs> kind of swayed. Yeah, well, he probably just convinced her to retire, you know. Yeah, you need. To, you look tired. You need to relax. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I've got this. I'll take this from you. Um, she'll be like, you know what? You're right, Robert California, <laughs> the Lizard King. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this character. He's. I think he's. I think there's a lot of great moments between him and Andy in the eighth season. Mm. Um, yeah. Which which helps Andy's character because otherwise Andy's character is kind of boring as the boss. Yeah. Um, it's just Michael Scott you know. 2.0. Yeah, but and not even. It's right? like young. It's like, it's like, like young Michael Scott. <laughs> right, my, before Michael got too like, because because he he was kind of like whenever I watch the, uh, you know the the finale or not the finale. Yeah, I guess it's the finale where they're picking out the bosses, the two parter at the end of season seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I always think about Andy. I'm always like, yeah, like he's like, I won't make any changes. Um, you know, like you, you all know me and like me, you know, it is like, it makes sense. Yeah. It's like, he doesn't really make any big changes. Like everyone else would probably try to do something to solidify themselves as like as a person, like even like Daryl, I feel like he would <laughs> make some changes so he could be a little bit more revolutionary or something. Yeah. But, <laughs> Y'all having um, birthday cake. You know. <laughs> but yeah, Andy pretty much just, uh, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of changes, but anyways, his interactions with Robert, are uh, are hilarious. Like the the first one where it's like, not the first one, but one of the first ones where they say at the exact same time, you know, um, you know, Andy's like he's and you can tell he's waiting to say it and he's like just burst out. Hey, so who's your favorite Iron Chef? And then at the same time, he's like these reports are atrocious. <laughs> and then they look at each other and he kind of just looks down at him. And, 
that's so great. Yes. I love that. That scene is that <laughs> one of those like five second scenes that just like gets me every time. It's so funny. <laughs> right. There's that. Uh, and then lull. he ends with. Right. Right. Like he kind of looks at him for a second. Then he slowly <laughs> looks down and, uh, and then, you know, he's just like, sometimes I feel like you don't know me at all. <laughs> uh, and then at the end, he's like, there's no, you can't have a favorite iron chef. It depends all upon the dish. Sometimes I feel like you don't know food at all. That's easily one of the funniest, like little scenes, like right. Just the timing of both of them. Like how did yeah. they had like, that has to be an acting thing where like they, I wonder how many takes it took them to get that, you know? Right. Cause you wonder how much, cause every moment, every, like the timing of that entire scene was perfect. Like do you think, <laughs> how much do you think of that was actually timed out to where, Okay, so you're going to look up to him for a couple seconds, then you'll look down, then you'll start talking. Then as you're walking out, you say that, you know, like, yeah, I wonder yeah. how much of that is was scripted. Right. You know? And, like, <laughs> and, yeah, and I, and I guess they can, like, play around with it in the edit some, too, because it's, like, going, yeah. it's, like, a yeah. shot, reverse shot. But, like, but, yeah, it's just such a fun, like, that, that that's such a great uh, Robert California moment where he, it's like he's saying something profound but it also like doesn't necessarily mean very much. And it's so funny. Like it's <laughs> yeah. just kind of like an, it's like empty words, but it's hilarious. And it's just like also the yeah. way he delivers it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause his delivery makes him sound more way more like than he is, you know? Cause like even yeah. by, cause I say he's, he kind of follows the, the progression of Jan in a, in a way where at first we really take this character seriously. They're a big, mm-hmm. they're a major part of corporate. They have this serious tone by the end, they're just wackos. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. By the end, Robert, Robert, Bob Robert Zakamikas, <laughs> yeah. Bob Kazamakis. I always think Robert, about uh, Robert Bob Zemeckis. Zemeckis. <laughs> yeah, Bob yeah. Zemeckis. That's so close. Bob Zemeckis, yeah. <laughs> Bob Kazamakis. Wow, <laughs> that seems like a fake. Like he was just making that up on the spot, you know. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Like. Oh man. And that was the episode where he closed down one of the branches and he was like hung over and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like oh god. I love the one with his wife. Um Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who the, uh, I watched the woman from Liar Liar. Yeah, I was just gonna say I watched Liar Liar, Liar the yeah. other night and I was like, Oh, there's Mrs. California. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I love that episode because it's a good like one. you just see <laughs> I like <laughs> I like how how Jim and Andy are just sitting in the office, and then you see Robert come in with these wide eyes, like you know, in, in two minutes <laughs> yeah. or one minute. She, my wife's gonna be walking through the door, and no way, you know, she's gonna ask for a job, and no way is that gonna be able to happen, or something like that. And then and then like Andy looks terrified, and she, he's like, "Wow, what do I do?" And, he, and he's like, I, "I wouldn't hire his wife." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just love like oh, that kind of that so moment, great. and then he's like the whole time he's trying to figure out, you know, what he's trying to say. Same with the basil plant and the the marmalade. Yes. Well, the obviously you want the marmalade, so. <laughs> well, basil basil's fine, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then he even shows up, and he's like, he shows up with the, with the basil, right? And he's like, oh, I thought you were bringing the marmalade. No, you definitely said <laughs> basil. Ah, oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah, and of course we 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 have to mention his uh, his pool party. Um, 
Oh yeah, legendary. Legendary. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, actually, I don't know what to say about it other than it's a great. Uh, what, what's? It's like the opposite of a bottle episode where they're out of the office, you know, like the Glee party, right. like, like the viewing party part. Yeah. Uh, episode or a dinner yeah, party, exactly. you know, like it, I love those, and some are better than others. Like the christening one is pretty terrible. Um, oh yeah, that one's so. And bad. there are like there are some good parts, but like as a whole, it's just like what is happening? It's like, like why even bring all these people to your christening? It's, it's bad enough they all went to your wedding. Oh, my I, God, I know it's just like what is. And now happening? you're bringing them to watch that your baby get like baptized. Got to like, get all uh, our religious jokes out. Uh, Toby's got to have his moment where he's like, you know, <laughs> why are you so mean to me, God? You know, it's like yeah, that's <laughs> I love. So, so that's a moment I really like. And what else? I really, I do. Really really like the whole thing with um michael and andy getting on the the bus to go with the youth group to mexico oh, yeah that, <laughs> that, that after is like good. 10 and minutes like, they're like you warm cheese <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're just they're so like realizing that because they're they're on the high for like 10 minutes yeah. and everyone's sleeping and yeah. they're poking her what are you doing <laughs> i'm sleeping <laughs> Gonna need some rest, long drive, you know. Yeah, but like, yeah. and then it's like, I'm gonna need a toothbrush, and a, like, he just like names a bunch of things he needs. A grooming kit. That's really funny. Yeah, um, and then the other kid just gets off with him. I like it when he when he does have that. Uh, when when Andy basically steals Dunder Mifflin from him, like does takes the client or whatever. Uh, when mm-hmm. you know when they're all trying to trying to chase the client like Jim and Dwight and the other guy, the other guy who looks like Todd Packer, but isn't. Yeah, he's in the wire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I like how he, how Andy goes and steals it basically. And then uh, uh, Robert, and the, the conversation he has with Robert is really funny. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't even know what my name is. <laughs> I'm the eating lizard king. <laughs> great stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great little moment. Um and like I said, he, he, I like how his character does start out as kind of this, wait, is he smart? Is he a genius? Or is he, you know, like, and then as the show goes on, he just, you could tell he's losing it a little Sometimes bit. Sometimes like, the flowers arrange themselves. <laughs> That's what Robert said. Robert and corporate. <laughs> <laughs>